Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. The Escape Pod on Joy and via podcast at joy.org.au forward slash escape pod. And welcome to the Escape Pod with Russ Masterton, Mark Adams, and Joe Pryor. We've got a guest. We do indeed. James Renauer. Right now. Welcome back. Now, I do recall uh, one time that you were on our show previously and you explained to us your Germanic slash uh, pronunciation of your name. Take us through that and then explain who you are. Oh, sure. Well, um, depends on my family, basically. On mm. They all pronounce the last name differently. I choose Reitenauer. Some <laughs> well, say Reitenauer. So, yeah. You just, just to t- take a stab, it's all good. And that's part of your Germanic slash Canadian slash French slash heritage slash? Yes, something like that. Lots mm. of slashing. <laughs> and James, talking about slashing, actually, I don't think it's got anything to do with slashing. You've got a very interesting role in hospitality. Yes, I do. I'm the chef concierge at the Intercontinental Melbourne, the Rialto, mm-hmm. down on Collins Street near the Rialto Tower. Yep. And uh, you're a member of Le Claydor? Yes. Yeah. Le Claydor is the professional association for hotel concierges. It's a global um, association with 4,000 members in over 60 countries. Is it the Illuminati? It's something like that. <laughs> yes. It's, there is no secret handshake. So explain what a concierge is. Concierge, I, the, 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 line, the line I like to use is the concierge is your best friend in a new city. So we're the people who can help you to find all the stuff that you want, maybe that you don't even know that you want, and we'll get you there. So you've we'll got to touch the in. Diana Freelands. Exactly. So, for example, if you want Grand Prix tickets, trackside, yeah. you come see me. And you can do that. I can do that. At a cost. At a cost. Everything's at a cost. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, concierging is quite an unusual career. It's yes. probably not called concierging yes. either. Yes. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, being a concierge. Being a concierge. How did you get into it? Um, I started off in the hotel industry um, and uh, worked in a number of different departments. Uh, and then I took a turn at concierge and just loved the job. What was it that made you fall in love with the role? Um, every day is different because you never know what the guests are going to ask for. So it's just always, you're always learning. It's always different. Um, and, uh, you know, now I get to travel the world and do fun stuff and meet cool people and all in the name of my job. What's not to like? And you've just come back from a trip, haven't you, to Vancouver? Yes, I was in Vancouver and Montreal, yes. So what was the purpose of this last trip to Canada? Uh, I was there for a concierge congress, the Pan-American Congress. Oh my goodness, how uh, how fun was that? Yeah, a lot of fun, really, really cool. So we we actually had uh, an evening in a sugar shack. Uh, you might have to explain that. I know. Have to. It sounds a little bit naughty, but actually it's a maple syrup farm. And you go <laughs> to a maple syrup farm, and um, they have basically a big hoot nanny. Uh, who's a nanny? A hoot nanny. In a sugar shack. In a sugar shack, yep. So, it big party, basically dirty. drinking, singing, dancing, fiddling, throwing axes at dartboards. Oh, fiddling so at a hootenanny in a sugar shack. We need to go back more on hootenanny. I want to know more on hootenanny. What's that? <laughs> a hootenanny's just a big country party. Yeah. yeah. With a bonfire and... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Bonfire yeah. And, and... boot scooting, I imagine, and dancing and... Yes, fiddling. indeed. Fiddling and dancing. And they have you play and the barbecue. spoons and you eat and drink and all is merry. And Moonshine? 
Uh, no, Canadian <laughs> beer. Are you kidding Molson's. me? Oh. Bats. Uh, no, Moosehead. Moosehead. Okay. Moosehead. So moose this is head. where the, the concierge let their hair down. Yes, absolutely. After a lot of work and education, we had a wonderful education day where we learned about a number of things like customer service and brand and a whole bunch of things like that. We, and was that um, with one particular hotel or is that just... It's, it's all hotels. So the concierge, the Le Claydor, which is the association, covers all hotels globally. So anyone from any four, five, three, four, five-star hotel can become a member. So we're all included. It's one of the few areas where you get competitors working together. So it's, it's actually quite a cool association. So when you take a topic like customer service, and clearly the um, people who are involved in Le Claydor would already be, I would have thought... Qu- providers of exemplary customer service absolutely so what, best what, in the world what was the um what, what was the workshop the workshop content? was actually on um training your teams so the, ah. the whole lobby teams yes um so extending your knowledge beyond beyond the concierge desk to the rest of the front office staff and that's a challenge isn't it absolutely because it's high because we all know when we've had bad service we do but it's very hard to describe good service well, that's when letter writing comes into it. And own. you do write letters, Joe. I do. They're I not letters. They're encyclopedias, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very important to say thank you and to highlight when people have done an absolutely wonderful job. Brava. It's really important. When was the last letter you wrote? Was it in Egypt? Uh, no, the last letter I wrote actually was to the Nam Hai. In Vietnam? Yes, yes, to, to, to say just how, even though I was only there for one night. Because of the cycle, typhoon? Yes, all of the things that I remembered about their team and um, the experience and how wonderful it was. And, you know, it would be just delightful to experience it again. And the letter was so good, she got a 40% discount. I've got to write more letters. <laughs> Joe has got the, the art of letter writing. The down dark pat. arts of complimentary letters. What's the best letter you've ever received, James, for your service? Uh, Amongst the many that you would have. Yeah, um, look, I get a lot of thank you letters. So when I help guests, etc., they'll often write a little note and say thank you so much. Um, Probably probably one of the best ones, I, I, I helped a lady who was physically challenged and she wanted to go on a challenging drive. This is back when I worked in Canada and she was, um, she was quite challenged and she didn't need the car specially fit out, but she did need a little bit of like a booster seat and a few other mm-hmm. things. And I sent her on the, ski, the Sea to Sky Highway, which is the highway from Vancouver to Whistler, which is just amazing. Mm. And she came back and she was pretty happy because I think often people would underestimate her ability based on the way that she looked looked um and so she she did write a lovely letter mm. yeah oh, that, that may, and you obviously made her experience uh happen the way that she needed it to happen absolutely for her and she wanted and she got the experience she was after That's you must ha- get some good letters russ yeah look it's nice making people's dreams come true and i think industry. you know james and i are in are in um you know high service retail customer service industries and you know look when you do look after people it, it, look there's nothing better than than having a guest stay with you or, or having a um a customer come back from a holiday and it and and it's met all of their dreams and expectations you know mm-hmm. the the our industry is very specific like that we're actually looking after people's dreams it's not so much about handing over material things or money or going and buying a washing machine or something i think we actually can create dreams and um, and yes, yeah, experiences. Yeah, and and it's it, it's it, it gives you a lot of satisfaction to most of us anyway in the industry for sure. Absolutely, it's what keeps me going. James, you were telling us before um, about how you got into the business and that you've been a long time, but there's this supra thing that you're involved in, the Le Clay Door. So, 
explain how that works because it's kind of like a industry body, a peak yeah. body. How yeah. does it work? It's basically just a professional association for mm. hotel concierges. And you work together with your competitors. Exactly. And there's uh, 4,000 of us wow. around the globe in over 60 countries. Um, and I am, in fact, um, also on the Global Executive Committee. Right. So I'm the General Secretary for the association globally. Wow. And so. you're not only involved in that, though. You, you're pretty much an ambassador for, for Melbourne. I mean, Absolutely. you're very interested in creating collateral that showcases Melbourne to the world. Absolutely. We've just, uh, at the hotel, we've just created our concierge video. So part of the intercontinental brand is that each hotel around the world, the chief concierge will create a video for their city. Is everybody capable of doing that? I mean, that, that's a big deal. Most of us are pretty outgoing. So we, we, most of us do quite well. Yeah. Um, so my you new went ones, out with the iPhone or did you have a crew? I had a crew, absolutely. Oh, yeah. okay, Rigid Ditch. A real, a real thing. So um, it's uh, it's just been published. It's on the Intercontinental Facebook page. So yes, we put it on our Facebook page too today. Oh, do we? we? And we'll have it in our podcast notes. As so well. you can see what I think is really cool Escape about pod. Melbourne. Skatepod on Facebook. I know we're we're social media savvy. Whores. Yes. <laughs> We'll go to the opening of envelope. So how do people get into uh, the concierge business? Is it how you got into it a little bit by working in hospitality and just the opportunity presents itself when you're there? Or do you actively recruit? Is there a training program? Uh, there are some schools around the world that do uh, train people to become concierges. In Australia, most concierges come into the industry through hotels. So they start working in other departments or within the concierge department as a doorman and bellman and then work their way up. But that's not the only route to get there. So I think um, really it's just uh, someone who's interested um, and starts to, starts to um, I, I guess, you know, look and try and interview for jobs and try and do similar types of service jobs because service is the is the is the key. That's the big thing to be able to take, you know, high end VIP guests and keep them happy. And discreetly. Yes, absolutely. So what kind of person makes a good concierge? I'm sure it's not it's not for introverts, is it? No. Uh definitely you need to be an extra extrovert. I'm curious I think is uh, an excellent attribute because you need to be able to be an expert on your city, so you need to go out and learn. Um, you need to be um, someone who's empathetic, intuitive. Um, leadership is another great quality. So, um, uh, and and definitely, you know, um, a, a, an extrovert. You, yeah. you really are leading the service team within the hotel. So, it's the, our community is very well represented in concierge. Reasonably well, but not as much as you might think. There really? are a lot of a lot of our straight friends. The majority of they're them. allowed to. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and we're actually looking for more women. Only seventeen percent of our membership globally is, is female. So all you ladies out there. Why do you think there, that is, James? Um, it, it, I, mean, I, I think probably because the concierge department is, uh, for example, doorman and porter. There aren't a lot of women who want to do that role. There are more door women than there are um, porters who are women. Um, but I think the well, pool let's face it, some people overpack. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> some people, some people heavy. don't pack. They just don't. They just bring everything on hangers too. <laughs> Oh, dear. <laughs> do they really? They oh, really? do. Well, I could just imagine people doing that, too. You know. well, I, I watched a lady try to check in at Charles de Gaulle Airport, just all of her shopping bags at the check-in counter. <sighs> and the um, customer service lady from the airline was trying to explain, no, 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 they have to go in a suitcase. And she just didn't get it. So I don't 
Yeah. They could have just taken them to the little plastic wrap station yeah. and just done them all up in a ball. <laughs> now, you see, that's what the concierge would think of. This woman just did not understand why she just couldn't have all of her shopping bags just put into the yeah. plane. Well, we do get How crazy stuff bizarre. like that. <laughs> it was bizarre. We, do think, we get that all the time. I once got asked to release a fish from a restaurant, you know, the little you go buy your fish in the yeah. tank. Mm. Somebody bought the fish and brought it home and asked me to set it free. Hey. That's beautiful. Did you eat it? No. <laughs> how, how does Melbourne set it's up as a city fish. to be a concierge in? I mean, do you find you obviously you have the personal qualities, but the city has to be interesting as well. Yeah. Um, I, I think this is one of the greatest cities in the world to be a concierge because there's so much going on. And it's, uh, you know, it's a very friendly city. It's very easy to get a- around. There's festivals all over the place. We've been talking about Grand Prix. We've also got Flower and Garden Show going on. Correct. Comedy Festival is coming up. So there's just always something going on. Just have the tennis. Amazing restaurants, amazing cafes, Midsummer. beer, wine, spirits. It doesn't you know, really it stop. D- it doesn't really Melbourne stop. Melbourne doesn't stop. So I, I just love it. There is a weekend where there's nothing on, isn't there? There is. Isn't that Christmas? Hush now. No, I think somewhere there's a weekend with something not on. Oh, dear. It's like the before racing season. Does anyone know? Let us know. <laughs> if there's a weekend with nothing on in Melbourne, you're right. There's, there's a lot of quality stuff. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I say best city in the world to be a concierge. You certainly do love your adopted city, don't you? I do. I do. I come from two of the greatest cities in the world. Mm. Literally on the list of... uh, Yeah, number one and number two. Yeah, and and they sometimes switch over. (laughs) I must say when Vancouver sort of got moved to number two in favour of Melbourne, I was not as popular as I used to be in Vancouver. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yes, my parents were a little bit dismayed. Oh, well, you know, one and two... (laughs) So you've met some of the rich and famous, I would imagine, in your role. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Are they, um, are they now tell us all their dirty stories. <laughs> that's right. No, Inquiring that's minds need the to know. The laundry get the dirty stories. <laughs> yes. I'm sure nobody will tell anyone. <laughs> uh, what, what can you tell us? Anonymize the person. What can you tell us of the nuttiest thing that a celebrity has uh, asked for? I'm um, uh, thinking Mariah Carey wanting a box of puppies. Mariah um, Carey wanted Mr. Packer. Yeah, she got that. She got the puppies too, so she gets everything she wants. Packer, puppies. Yeah, the nuttiest thing I would probably say um, the fish. The fish was probably the nuttiest. Yep. So what yeah, did the people that at the was restaurant a celebrity. say? Huh? What did the people at the restaurant say? Oh, wait well, They brought the fish back a, to the hotel. In a bucket. <laughs> yeah, one of the white kitchen buckets. Yeah. Here's the fish. Which restaurant was it uh, in? It was in Vancouver. Oh, this is in Vancouver. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. They brought the fish back. Free. Free willy. Free, well, yeah, I don't know. What kind of fish was it? A magnificent uh, edible carp? <laughs> no, it was It was actually interesting because we had to check, of course. We actually did end up releasing it because it was a natural species. But before we set it free in the ocean, we wanted to make sure that it wasn't going to do anything any harm. Ecological right. harm. Yeah. Yeah. You aren't going to release a piranha into the lake. Exactly. Well, a piranha wouldn't do too well in Canada. No, I don't think it's a little cold. Yes, right. <laughs> now, Vancouver is a spectacular city. I've, I've been there several times and with the likes of Chinatown and Stanley Park and Granville Island. I mean, that, that really is a place for, that everybody yeah should visit gateway to the yeah. rockies you name it so. ocean mountains beautiful. beautiful city incredible architecture um, beautiful weather if you go in the right months it can be a little rainy over the winter but that's about it and a great gay and lesbian community awesome fun there 
Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. So what's the most common thing that you would do in a, a week or a day? What's the most normal thing? Lots Directing of, people? Lots of restaurant bookings. Right. Uh, directions, where to go shopping. Um, directions around the city. Uh, booking transportation, so lots of taxis and limousines. Yeah. Some some air flights. Some every every once in a while, a helicopter or two or a private right. jet. Yeah. And what about for LBGTIQ R two D two people from the rainbow community? Are, are there a lot of um, queries you get, or are there a, a lot of specific needs that people come with? Um, sometimes, not a lot. Generally, our community is quite informed, and 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 know what they're looking for. Um, but sometimes you get asked. Mm. What kind of things do people? Oh, need? bars, where to go? Oh, okay, so yeah, more directional. Kind of, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And have you yeah. found there's husbands, a- wives? <laughs> <laughs> Anything can be acquired. At the Swipe price. right. And have you found that um, at the moment there's a reason why people are coming to Melbourne? Do you, do you find that there are there are themes and real focus at why people are here or is it all event driven uh no people just come to be in melbourne um shopping certainly um right. we're i mean as everyone knows we're the capital of shopping in australia also arts and festivals etc so uh and then the international traveler i find that we we get a really interesting class of international travelers because uh sort of uh, the first timers often go to sydney and up north towards um, the Great Barrier Reef, etc. But those more in the know come to Melbourne. Yeah. And so they're quite interesting to deal with because they're often uh, very well-traveled. Um, and they'll have um, interesting interesting ideas of what they want to do. A lot, of, a lot of people come here for the street art. I get asked quite regularly about the street art. So do you send them off on a self-guided tour, or are you more likely to actually pull in an expert, a local expert, and get them on a guided tour? I do both. It depends on, it depends on what their preference is. Often they like to go on their own, so I give them as much information as I can and, and, and guide them through. But um, I certainly do have a plethora of uh, private guides and small group guides that I can use to have them taken around town. Now, Joe, you uh, strike me as the sort of traveller that likes, you know, to have a good time when you're away and, and like things just so. So She has taste. And she does standards. have taste, exactly, and you like a good cocktail and everything that comes with, with travelling in style. So I'm a bit particular. You are. yeah, but, uh, but Discerning. A discerning traveller, I think she's a bit My mother discerning. would say unconventional. <laughs> so if you were travelling, say you just arrived in Melbourne, what would mm. you ask James to do for you? Well, I'd, I'd certainly introduce myself to the concierge. I think that uh, there are lots of great accommodation options in every city, and a city like Melbourne has, as we know, some terrific places to stay. But if you are going to stay in a four- or five-star hotel, then... The obvious thing to do is to make use of the concierge because it's part of your rack rate, you know. You're paying for it. So you may as well go and introduce yourself to the concierge and and give a rundown as to what your interests are and why you're in town and ask for some ideas because, you know, you can't pick everything up from um, your desk research that you've done on the internet. And there's nothing like being able to talk to a local and, and find out, you know, what's going on and what is... Because sometimes the latest place that you thought you were going to is closed down. Exactly. And, you know, a concierge is going to make sure that you don't make that boo-boo of going all the way to the place. Oh, shit, it doesn't need here anymore. Yeah. yeah. The other thing I might add is a lot of people expect concierges only to do really high-end things. 
um, we're all oh, very okay. adept at free stuff or low cost. So, you know, we're, um, uh, we can easily help with that. And the way that you identify a Leclador concierge in a hotel, which is the best of the best, is the shiny gold keys worn on the lapel. So when you see that, you know you're dealing with an expert. Okay, so these aren't the keys of St. Peter. You're not some um, Vatican <laughs> hit squad or something. Yeah, it's, and it's, so what are they, the, the keys? Are they, they're just uh, em, emblic, it, uh, embolic of the uh, uh, hotel keys. It's 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 basically the the um, the emblem that we wear to identify mm. ourselves as members of the Leclador mm. Concierge Association. And I think it's a little bit like the sommelier in a in a restaurant. You, the sommelier is not there just to open, you know, two thousand dollar bottles of wine. It's about saying, okay, my budget's fifty dollars. What's the gem in your wine list? That's going to go you, with fish or it, vegetarian. Exactly, or and it's the same thing. When you come to talk to James, it's like, well, okay, well, I might be staying in this gorgeous place, but no one knows. You know, it might be a company thing. Someone else could have paid for it. Who knows? Mm. And you just say, look, this is my budget, and this is what I want to do today. How can I? How can I achieve this? And James will make it happen. Yeah. One of the one of the regular requests I get is I want the best cup of coffee in Melbourne. So we're talking four dollars. Yes, that's right. There you go. And so I've got a list. And you've got <laughs> so a list of baristas. List? Are you happy to, to say <laughs> yeah, that? Absolutely, absolutely. Who's on uh, James's Num- list? Number one for my favorite coffee in Melbourne is Patricia on Little William Street. Okay. I also like Code Black Bonnie, which is out in front of the hotel. Cherry and Twig is another really good one. Do you um, like Black Market Velvet? Lane. Pardon me? Do you like Black Velvet? I haven't been. Okay. Uh, there's one just down here. And there's one on uh, Little Burke Street, not far from uh, Little Burke I, and Elizabeth. I find there's they're Black really Velvet. gorgeous, actually. Here's yeah, an interesting yeah. fact for our listeners. Melbourne has more cafes per capita than any other country in the world, any <laughs> other city in the world. Yeah, I didn't know that. We That's do. That's an interesting fact, and none of us are surprised. No, no. No. <laughs> a busy year oh, ahead. I do, you, yes. You've, you've already done a, a trip to uh, to Vancouver in Montreal, and what have you got planned next? Uh, I'm off in a couple of weeks to Dubai for a uh, conference. Goodness, you're becoming a junket, don't yes, you? Yes, indeed. And then a little bit later in the year, I'm off to Helsinki, and then another trip again to, uh, should be Edinburgh. Wow, and have you been to all three cities before? No, um, the closest, I, I've, been, I've been to Europe a few times, but... Uh, not to those cities, and I've been into the Middle East, but I was in Doha. Ah, so first time to Dubai? Yes. Well, Mark will definitely have some, some tips for uh, Dubai. Which hotel is the conference I lived at? there for 10 years. Ah, oh, fabulous. Yep. It's at the um, JW Marriott. Beautiful. There Very we go. Very nice. Yes. Lovely, lovely water features. Mm. I'll let you know. Uh, there's nothing they like more than throwing water around in one of the driest parts of the world. I think that's why our Persian cat has a fixation with water fountains. He's in the shower and he just, you know, thinks it's a fountain. I'm sure that's what oh, it is. for real? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Amazing. Who knew? Anyway, back to Dubai. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Where else are you going this year, James? Uh, Helsinki. Oh. Has anyone else done Helsinki here? No, I haven't no. done Helsinki. You'll be able to have a sauna. Right, yeah. Saunas are very big yes. in Helsinki. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. And a bit of death metal. <laughs> yes, indeed. And if you have a baby, you get a box with stuff in it. <laughs> <laughs> They're very famous for their baby boxes. Are you there? You reg- no, what, what time are you going? Uh, Helsinki will be July. Okay, yes. When's oh, Eurovision? Eurovision. Earlier. Yeah, earlier. It's in Sweden this year, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Uh, yes. We must have a Eurovision show. I'm sure we will. Every yeah. show is Eurovision in here. <laughs> um, so July, that'll be beautiful. Yes, 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 very much looking forward to that. Yes. 
It'd be fun. So what, what particularly are you looking forward to? Is it the uh, the conferences or is it just the tourist aspect of both? I What's think it's a combination of yeah. both. The yeah. um, the conference I'm going to in Helsinki is a pan-European conference. So right. all the concierges from the European countries. Sorry, if all the um, concierges are at the, at the bloody conference, who's running these countries then? Not all the concierges are there, just some of them. Right. Joe, okay. do you no, see the women who are running everything? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just confused just now. There's always I mean, a woman fixing stuff who, in the background. Who's always. getting tickets? It's for VIPs if everybody's in a conference. Note to self, don't travel while James is out of the country. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right. Uh, multiple concierges allowed to be on the same flight, just in case. It's like the royal family where you're a bit precious and you but have to take it, different It was interesting because in occasionally we're, there's a number of us on a flight and somebody ultimately ends up suggesting that, you know, wouldn't it be funny if, ha-ha. What would happen? <laughs> uh, don't tempt fate or fly Malaysian. Oop, should I ever say that? No. No. <laughs> you know, I think if I had to go and see a concierge, it would just be to ask about musical theatre and, you know, concerts and live theatre. Would you do jazz hands? I would. I'd be doing jazz hands all over the place, <laughs> right in front of him. Is so this be- a segue to <laughs> so your rant? Well, no, not really. It's got nothing to do with the rant, but I just love musical theatre. So it is. Do you think it is? Okay, I'm ready to rant. I'm ready to go. Okay, I've got a very quick (laughs) rant, and then I've got a top ten list. So which will we do first? The rant. The rant starts with, well, how do we feel about shoes on, shoes offs on planes, please? Anyone? Any thoughts? Sorry, shoes. Shoes on or shoes off? Smelly socks is really where I'm going with this. Always on. Okay. My theory with this is Mm. if you are given a little baggie, which you do on most airlines these days, there is a pair of socks in there. The thing you've got to do is you go whiz yourself off to the toilet, you put on the socks that they've given you, and then shoes off are acceptable. I wear my compression stocking, so I take my shoes off and I have my compression stockings on, I'm fine. Well, for me, there's nothing fouler than someone who's, you know, who hasn't changed their socks for a week. Or has poor footal hygiene. Yeah, and you've got to sit next to them for a 14-hour flight. Mm. Not on. Okay. Except that you really shouldn't have your nose at their end of the feet, though, should you? Oh, no, that's where I like to sleep on a plane. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Now, hold up on the floor. I've got a top ten list of things that every traveller should know. Okay. Okay, so I'm curious as to if you all agree with this or you just think it's a waste of time. So thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay, number one is how to use chopsticks. Agree. 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 Okay, number two, the importance of travel insurance. Agree. Agree. Okay, good, good, good. Um, The art of haggling. Yes, agree. Depends on where you are. Yes, culturally, Mm -hmm. if it's appropriate. Why would you save 30 cents off someone who that really makes a difference? I just give them the money. Okay, you're you're one of those people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand too. You know, Bali... Thailand, Bali, play. India, you know, yeah. you're haggling, the, it's making a difference to someone. To, hey, just give them the money. All right, good. The art, the art. No, I had to be the infidel, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you, well, okay, you, yes, we should travel together. Number four, the art of saying no. Politely. Okay, good. Agree. Ambassador, ambassador, no means wait. <laughs> <laughs> Where the nearest embassy is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. For your country mm. or... Concierge can help you with oh, that. Oh, so see, yeah, that's what we've got <laughs> the con- Are we talking about the good-looking people with the guns out the front or does it matter if it's your embassy or no, not? No, just your embassy, I think, in general. Oh. Yeah. The yeah. next one is um, how to exercise in your hotel room. Well, You like to need yoga. Well, yes, if your luggage mm. doesn't arrive, that's definitely. That's right. Yeah, you know, you're away on holidays. Yeah, yoga. Yeah, okay. I think it's really important, actually, to exercise. Basic first aid. Isn't that a life skill that we should have? Oh, I think we all should have that. Yes, yeah. How to travel light? Yes. 
Yeah, I travel with so much crap in my suitcases. Nah. You know, my classic was the time I went to Alaska, and I'd had a few beverages before I packed the night before, and I got there, and it was the middle of winter, and I'd packed shorts and t-shirts. Hello, somebody should not allow to be on a plane sometimes. Um, have you added list to that list? Yes, lists of lists of things to do. <laughs> How to wash your clothes in a sink. Uh, uh, no, no, no. That's what concierge is for. <laughs> that's another one for concierge. Laundry's everywhere. Laundry's everywhere. And the last one, which I love, is how to take a decent photo. Yeah, that's oh, that. That is well. Well, having James in in the studio, he he's a photographer when he's not mm. assisting Ooh, people. What is yes. that? What is that place that we need to go and visit online, James? It's um, uh, on Instagram. I'm concierge Oz A U S, or you can just go to hashtag Queer Snaps. That's right, Queer Ooh. Snaps. Yes. That's very snappy. He's a very snappy fellow. Oh, there is a whole list. Of, you can get a list of things to pack. James has just shown. Oh, that. how? how? Yeah, I actually. Oh well, actually, I have, <laughs> I have my app. own. I have my own list, so I have a packing list, James has and then an I app. have a hotel departure list, so that I don't forget anything in the hotel, oh, like right. your charger, or your passport in the safe, which everyone does. I all have done the that time. once. Yeah. I so I just have a list. Muscat. Now look, my favourite on that list was how to use chopsticks. I don't know why, but as soon as I saw that, that grabbed my... It spoke to you. It did, yeah. I can't stand being at, a, at an Asian restaurant and people aren't using the tools. Tools of the trade. Thank you, Russ. That <laughs> <laughs> was a very gentle rant this week. It was very it gentle. It was more of a rumble. Yep. Um, thank you very much for joining us on Escape Pod. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9.